Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Prop Closet Podcast. Or, welcome back, I should say. Now, you might be expecting three idiots to talk about random nonsense that goes on in their lives, but this episode of PCP is going to be a little bit different. We thought it would be a really fun time to go ahead and tell you guys a story instead. It is Halloween time, or at least when this comes out, it probably will be past Halloween time. But regardless, we're here to give you a nice little spooky story about a small town and the horrible things that happened in this small town. This is a new thing we're trying out. We think it'll be fun to deliver a few stories from our D&D campaign and do it in the style of D&D, our tabletop RPGs where we have a game master, we have players, and everything is improvised. That being said, there will be some editing though, especially sound editing to make everything sound really nice, and a little bit of story editing and dialogue editing to make it a coherent story, but nonetheless, the whole story and the whole session will be done through improvisation. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy, and have a spooky Halloween. And if you're listening to this past Halloween, well shit. Uh, happy, merry, merry Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, yes. It's the Prop Closet Podcast. Prop Closet Podcast. With Alex, I am Brandon on a Saturday. Podcast is brought to you by Prop Closet Studios. Alright, 15 minutes to make it. You know what? Let's make it even harder. 10 minutes to make character. I'm oh, starting. Wait, no, go back to I, no, 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 no. I'm starting the timer. Go we have 10 minutes. We have, have we have 10 minutes. Alrighty, gang. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the character creation speedrun. I am your host, Sai Mangaputi. Today, we're doing a bit of a character creation speedrun for the one and only one shot module, Moon Over Greymore. Thank you for joining us at 99.9, the only grade that my mom will still beat me at. FM. <laughs> that, that's a joke. My parents are, don't beat me. They're the best. I love them. Looking at classes like all flipping week, man. I don't know what to do. Brandon, go ahead and roll a d20 for me. Roll a d. What do you want? Roll a d20 for me. I haven't me. even rolled stats, man. Uh, two. You guys have eight minutes, cause ten no! minus two is eight. No, okay, for real, I can't do. You better speed run the shit out of these characters, Brandon. Goddamn choices. It appears our contestants are having a bit of a hard time. No, are you kidding? I'm, I'm, I'm thriving. Oh, looks like oh. Alex is on the lead, Brandon. Come on, he's beating you I out. Got a, I got a class. That's okay, okay, okay. That's what I like to hear. That's what I, I like to hear. I have stats. I have stats. You have stats? There we go. There we go. He's... Dude, he's gaining on you. I'm imagining the most epic of background sounds happening behind me right now. And he's going, and he's going. It's like Brandon's scurrying around his desk. He seems to be a bit scurred. Oh, our players are thinking. They're thinking very loud. Okay, okay. A controversial choice. Oh, Alex is making a controversial choice, ladies and gentlemen. Controversial choice? What are you doing? Controversial, controversial choice. Very risky play out here in the field. I wonder how the audience will react. Will they appreciate it? Will they hate it? What a risk from Alex Patty Daddy over here. Okay, Brandon's rolling stats right about now. I, he's a bit behind Alex, but let's see if he can catch up. Alex seems to be zoning. Brandon seems to be lagging a little behind. 
His decision-making was a little bit lacking, but let's see if Brand can catch up. I believe in him. What do you think, Mordren? No, I don't think he'll do well at all. I think he's very lackluster in performance, really. Well, Mordren, your opinion sucks and you're stupid, so keep get out of my game. Oh, oh, oh my god, Mordren, you might be right. I told you, he really can't handle his own weight when it comes to stressful situations. It's a dump stat. Oh, uh... it's a dump stat, he's saying. It seems he's in trouble. I do declare, Mordren. I think you're onto something, buddy. I'm always on something. You're little ass. Oh, Mordren, he's talking back to the referee. What do we do for that? Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe we'll make him roll a d20. No, I'm being too petty. We'll let it slide for now. But you still only have about a solid four minutes left, ladies and gentlemen. Four minutes left. Better speed run this through. I got stats. Oh, and it appears Brandon has stats. Man, we're really zooming now, Mordren. How do you feel about this? Well, the competition is shaping up, definitely. I don't know where it will go from here, but I'm very excited to see the direction it's heading in. Alex, I don't know about you, but I got I I rolled I rolled pretty good stats. Oh my goodness! It appears Brandon has pretty good stats. Well, Morgan, this look this goes against your prediction. Well, I, you know I have been wrong before. Let's see where he goes from here. It's all about the momentum in a situation like this. It appears Alex is concentrating quite hard. Yeah, I do agree, Morgan. He's really going for it. Oh, he's got a little bit of smile. He's listening. He's paying attention. Oh, he's smiling wider. I can see his whites of his teeth. Is he losing focus, ladies and gentlemen? I don't know what's happening here. I don't think he's losing focus. I think he's, if anything, he's more focused. You think so? I do declare. But can I ask the the uh, DM for for advice? What's up? What do you need? Uh, where do we find the um, our, uh, armor class? Armor class is whatever armor you're wearing plus your dex modifier. Yeah, I... It should be at the bottom of the website in the items column. Uh, if you look in the items column, it lists wondrous items, potions, armor, and shields, weapons, all that stuff. The website? The website I'm using, I'm using D&D Beyond. Oh, they've been granted an extra two minutes, which means they have five minutes left. Thoughts on this sign? I don't know, Mordren seems like they're really racing through here. There's a bit of a complication regarding Alex's D&D Beyond usage, a mediocre platform with mediocre results, but let's see how it goes from here. Well, Sai, you're clearly not being sponsored by D&D Beyond anytime soon. I'm not being sponsored by anybody, Mordren, so shut your fat ass. Man, they're really concentrating today. How's it looking, Brandon? Where are you at? What's three minus one? Two. Okay. Two. Well, it appears Brandon's in a very bad state. Alex, how you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm, I'm killing it. Oh man, the confidence radiating off this man, like take my clothes off now, please. Mordren, calm down, dude. What is wrong with you? What, what do you mean? I'm just asking- No. What are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Put your rope back what? on. I, 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 I thought we would- No. Put your rope back on, Mordren. Okay. I'm gonna fill you in a little bit of background lore with this world. You two are adventurers. Longtime friends. You've been on several adventures before, and you are currently trying to join what's known as the Adventurer's Guild. Once you join that guild, as a party, you can register your name, and you'll be paid higher wages and be made to do higher class missions, essentially. And you have to do five quests, five successful quests, in order to join this guild, or in order to apply. You finished your fourth one, and you're waiting for your fifth one to come in. You're right now in this uh, small, warm, dry town of Lyria. And inside of this town, you are resting in what's known as the Broken Cork Tavern. Lyria is a trading town that acts as a gateway from the country's capital to other towns in further regions. The Broken Cork is a rusty old tavern that doesn't actually get much traction from the traveling merchants. Most of the traders head to more lavish taverns. However, the Broken Cork has some repeat customers that keep it afloat, so it never stays out of business for long. Most of its repeat customers, though, are you two. The tavern keeper, Tiberius, is a short dwarf man with long gray hair on his head. 
a thick bushy beard with a giant mustache. Regardless of his stature, he runs a tight ship with the tavern. No one questions him or goes against him out of respect. The tavern itself isn't in the best of conditions. Stains of old ale and beer dot the floor in gigantic splotches, the tables filled with dents and damage after years of wear and tear. Notches in the chair and floor reflecting various brawls and fights over the ages that the broken cork was alive. You sit at the table as Tiberius comes around with a round of ale and drinks. Alex, go ahead and describe your character and what they're doing right now. Alright, so my character, he is a human. He is Hispanic. He's got black, slightly curly hair. It's a little wavy in some parts. It, um, it's a little bit longer than my normal hair. Uh, he's wearing like some black garb. He's got a little bit of like white fur. Like, it's almost like a winter's jacket. as like a winter's long coat. And everything he's wearing is black except for the, the white detailing on his costume. He's wearing a black glove on his left hand, and he's just—he's just sitting. He's just sitting there. He's slowly drinking the ale in front. Okay, Brandon. Dis well, what's your character's name, by the way? Oh, Joaquin. Joaquin, nice. Brandon, go ahead and describe your character for me, buddy. Okay, I'm kind of everywhere. Alex, what's what did you say your class was? He didn't say. I said my class. You didn't say your class. Okay, well, uh, my my character's name is uh, Smith Johnson. He uh. He's a bit everywhere sometimes. Uh, a fellow that wears round, uh, kind of Harry Potter-like glasses. Um, has a pocket watch uh, attached to his front breast pocket. Wears kind of like uh, some mix between adventurer's gear and a uh, and a pretty nice outfit. Think a little bit like Percival. He uh, he is um, at the moment. He has his pocket watch in his hand and he is timing how long it takes the waiter to take someone's order, order something. And then do the same with everyone if he can if he can witness that. I would say you know Tiberius well enough, uh, being a he has a little scar up by his uh, up by his eyebrow as well. No, I, I would say you know Tiberius well enough considering you've been to like the Broken Cork many many times together. Uh, so I you you would know that it takes him less than thirty seconds to get an order, go back, and then get the order out. Yes. Uh, you see him arrive with his round of ale. For both of you. Oh, there you are. I've been waiting for you for so long. It was your last trip, boys. It's uh, could have gone faster, to be honest. Yeah, but it, hey, we, we hey, it's not my fault. Maybe. Well, I laid out a plan. You instead went insane. Regardless, I have your air, lads. If you want to fight, take it outside. Don't fight in my establishment. But I heard that you finished your fourth quest. You're waiting for a fifth one. Yeah, we did. We, we are done. You know, sometimes plans are made to be broken. But hey, you know, that's alright. You excited for your next plan or next quest, or are you just sitting around for a while, getting some rest? Oh, I'm I'm very excited. I'm excited as well. I think this next one's gonna go pretty. It's gonna be pretty exciting, on if anything. Um, hope it goes well. Yeah, you join the Adventurers Guild, and suddenly this tavern gets a better name, yeah. Absolutely. Don't forget old Tiberius, and he kind of wanders off. Oh, Tiberius! Yeah? In our travels, I found this, and I'll display the carcass of, like, a rabbit. I, um... Oh. Yeah, it's a bit singed, but, um... Here. Toss it to him. It, like, uh, lands in front of his feet. I thank- uh, return. Thank you for the food that you gave us. He, like, picks it up like you'd pick up a dead rat. Th th thank you, thank you. I'll, I'll take this inside and uh, not throw it away. I uh, turn. I turn to face. He starts speaking in in Spanish to you. 
Ah, yeah, I, I didn't take languages. I don't know what I know. By the way, this makes this means that in this world, like Spain is an actual country because you're Hispanic. Under my breath, I'm just gonna go. Oh yeah, this idiota. Okay, if you say so, eh? Basically, uh, in Spanish, under my breath, my character. Uh, I forgot my character's name is Mark Joaquin. But I go by Joaquin. I go by Joaquin. Uh, Joaquin is just like, idiot. Why did you do that? Did you really have to do that? What? I thought. It, I thought. But it's, it's in Spanish. But, by the way, adding on to this, uh, every party in this world has a handler. This handler finds quests for you, finds new stuff for you. Your handler is a man by the name of Griven Wenbold. Griven is an interesting guy. Um, he's very money-minded, but... He does have a soft spot in his heart for both of you. And uh, the the door just kind of swings open, letting like the dry sun in. Everyone kind of groans and like, Oh, it's closed door right now before I put my foot in your tonsil. And like, so like you see, you close the door. You see wearing a dark green kind of overcoat, which is unusual for the summer sun. Uh, you see like... Brown boots, you see like these black kind of tight pants that go all the way down underneath the coat, and a bright white shirt, uh, dress shirt on the inside. Um, blonde, long blonde hair that goes back and like tied into like a braid in the back, and like a thick, like blonde beard with a, a mustache as well. And you see Gribben, Gribben Wenbold, come up to you, sit down, and he immediately just grabs your ale, uh, John, and just chugs it. What? Right. So, uh, I hear you're back. Could you stop timing me for once? He'll hey, stop just... when you stop drinking his alcohol. This, yes. Touche. Excuse me for wanting to know the complexities of space time. I slide oh, my right. ale over to John. I'm making eye contact. Watch, times it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so, um, I I heard y'all boys had a good time. Yeah, in your previous quest, how did that go? Went well? Yeah. Could've been better. Yeah, well, it could always. Yeah, I, 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 I hold, I um, I uh, I put, I take one finger and I put it, and I kind of put it in your side, John. And I go, one more word. Well, you know, anything can always go better. I have a quest for both of y'all. What's the quest? You ever heard of Graymore? Gray yeah. Now, if you've heard anything about Greymore, you know that it's a mining town way up in the north, which means it's fucking freezing. Good thing I packed a parka. You need to go to Greymore, because last I heard, someone died there. Now, here's the interesting part about that. Usually, I have to go over to the quest handler's office, beg him, you know, slob on his penis a little bit, and then finally gives me something to chew on. But, this one... No one accepted this quest contract. Hmm. Doesn't that worry you? Worry me? I ain't the one going on the quest. Oh, oh, it's us. You, you still like just in case? And this is like the worst plan ever. Do you want to lose the guys that help get you your cash? He has a point. Think of it like this. Think of it as I believe in you to be really good at your job. You know what? Man's got a point. Maybe those people didn't want this quest because it was a low-profile case. 
It's Greymoor of all places, a small mining town. No one goes there ever unless to mine or die. I look at John and under my breath I go, famous last words. <laughs> so tell you what, you do this. I'll negotiate with the quest handler. We'll see how much money I can squeeze out of his cheeks and, and into your pocket. Sound good? How far are we traveling? Let's go. Mighty far. I'd say about at least 5, 10, uh, 10 15 days travel. Better, we better stock up if we're going to make this voyage. Yep. Follow about six hours a day so we don't... Regardless of the calculations... You're gonna be moving pretty fast, you're gonna be moving for a while, so yeah. I would say Joaquin's right, you better pack, you better get your food ready, and I'll tell you something, Greymore ain't the most hospitable place, so, you know. When has that ever stopped us before, huh? That's what I'm saying, that's why I love working with you boys. I tell you what, you do this, I, you know, I, I get one of my friends putting a good word at the Adventurers Guild, and lickety split, slap my ass, call me Jack, we're in the Adventurers Guild, baby. I thought we were already in the event. No, you need one more quest. One more quest, buddy. No, I know. Listen, I know you're, he pats you on the back. Kind of like a like a coach, mentor type of like figure. Like, just kind of pats you. Now, I, listen, I, I know you're upset. Believe me, I am too. The money we're making on this is garbage. But once we get into the Adventurers Guild, we can get some money. We can buy some supplies. We'll even get, you know, luxury treatment. That would be nice. Yeah, you're telling me, buddy. Now, and he kind of like leans in a little bit, looks around, makes sure no one's looking. Don't tell anyone I said this, but like, don't die. I promise. Alright. Stay safe. You know, drink your water. Eat your food. Make sure you pack protein. Okay. Anyways, uh, you all set off tomorrow. I got a person who can drive you up there on a horse and cart. It's gonna gain 10-15 days travel, but he'll get you there on time. Alright, there's a sporting event outside. Outside the tavern? I can't hear it, but if you can, I t I'll take your word for it. I We can't hear it, Brandon. You're fine. Okay. We, we, yeah, we're getting you. Alright. Now, the person that I know... The the guy who's driving your cart for you, he drives pretty fast. So let's see if we we'll, hopefully we'll get you in earlier. Sound good? Sounds good. Alrighty, tidy. Well, he slaps the table, stands up. I'll see y'all tomorrow. That reverb, holy crap! Yeah, my. That was cool. Yeah, I'll see y'all tomorrow. And he gets up, kind of. Like, spreads his arms out, walks over to Tiberius, tries to order a beer. Tiberius tells him to eat shit, and then he kind of walks away. Joaquin, I... I'm sorry, I... Almost barely got any sleep last night. What? What is it you do? Again, do you... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Alex, what's your class? You can say class... Okay, you know what you, what each other does. You can say your class, Alex. Alright, no, Brandon. Okay, Brandon, you and I are going to say it at the same time, okay? Okay. Three... Two, one, go! Wizard! Sorcerer. Oh! <laughs> oh! Dude. Wait, what's your subclass? Uh, Clockwork Soul Sorcerer. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, Clockwork Soul Sorcerer. Dude, Wizard? Your spells are more complicated than me! Full of necromancy. You're a ne necromancy Ooh. wizard? Okay. Yeah. Wild, wild. All right, so... 
night approaches quickly. When you sleep, you, you have a bit of a hard time, and you're not entirely sure whether that's because the beds in the broken cork tavern aren't the best, or because you're excited and a little bit nervous to set off on your adventure. Is there anything you want to do before you go to bed, or when you wake up, or are you guys ready to leave? I am... Um, I, as he wakes up, John kind of looks at, like, a slip of paper, just... Folds it, puts it in his pocket. I will say, John, because you are so calculated about everything, I would say you probably did a good amount of research on Greymore, or tried to find something that you already know. Give me an intelligence check. Or, a, like, a history check, if your history is better than straight intelligence. <laughs> Both are this- I'm not proficient, neither. Uh, seven. Seven? Uh, make the wizard make it. <laughs> if he wants to, he can. Uh, as far as you know, Greymore is a mining town. A uh, bit isolated. It's surrounded by woods, but that's as far as you're aware. Okay. Okay. Good. <sighs> All right. So, you guys get on the cart. Uh, you get on the horse, there's like about an older man wearing like a brown tweed jacket with like hair coming out of his sides and he's like, he's just sitting there going, yeah, are you, are you both ready? Yeah. Yes. Oh, um, Joaquin, don't forget your book. Be, yep. Be very I, um, something happened. I, I, uh, I cast, um, what's it? I have it. Wait a second, I got this. I cast wrist pocket. Mm-hmm. And with that, my, my 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 book pops into my into my pocket dimension. Nice. Uh, you see, John, as, as he snaps his fingers, and a thin line appears right before his torso, like in front of his torso, and it opens up to reveal like a, a blue ethereal pocket dimension. You see him just kind of drop the book in there and snap his fingers. This line closes up, and just and, and just like suddenly just pops out of existence. <laughs> all right, all right, okay, fine. Well, then I'll do my thing as well. And I will. You you see, you see John mutter a few arcane words, and snap and hit his chest, and I can, and using armor of shadows, uh, from the Eldritch invocations, I will cast uh mage armor, on myself, increasing my AC for the okay. next eight hour. Uh, As a reminder, Sai, just mm-hmm. for rules, because I'm that kind of a person. I am variant human. I took the Eldritch Adept feat, which gives me one Eldritch invocation. I picked Armor of Shadows, which lets me cast Mage Armor on myself at will without spending spell slots or material components. Sure thing, sure thing. I'm a boss. All right. Uh, unfortunately, your Mage Armor goes to waste because nothing happens for the next eight hours. Um, oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, but it's all, it's all good. You can, you can still cast what do you, it. What do you mean? Um, so... If you want, uh, Joaquin, you can you can do an intelligence check to see how much you know about Greymore. Alright. Oh, on the mage armor, essentially what you see is a bunch of different gears and clocks sort of surround. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so oh, that's the modified 20. For the, next, for the next eight hours. Nice. So with the modified 20, you know that Greymore is, like I said, a mining town. Uh, it's, it's on top of a mountain called Mount uh, Lelai, and it's surrounded by the icebound tundra. One of the biggest spans of wood on the entire continent. And so, you are set, you're setting off. You also remember that 
Griven, your handler, mentions that if they need any help, medical or spiritual, they should look for Odette Snowfall, a retired adventurer that acts as a traveling healer who is currently setting up shop in Greymore. Along the way, as you're traveling, you travel for a long, long time. It's the days blend together. Sometimes one of you wakes up while the other goes to sleep. One of you goes to sleep while the other wakes up. And at one point you begin to feel that the air is getting colder. You see Mount Leila in front of you as you begin climbing your way up. And it's getting colder and colder and colder. Until one point you begin shivering. At this point you begin to feel lucky that you packed your winter gear. That you, you know, wrapped yourself up. And... For a while, that suffices, and then it just keeps getting colder and colder, until you can barely handle it anymore. At one point, you see in the shadows, or you hear, a wolf howling, screaming even. And you see a black wolf, complete in jet black fur stalk you from the woods. You keep going. The horses keep trotting in the snow. The wheels keep turning. And as you go further, you begin to see a deer. And it's facing away from you. And it's laying on the ground. And as you get closer, you realize it's laying on the ground because its stomach was ripped wide open. Its intestines laying all over the floor on the snowy ground. Blood splattered across the trees and the snow frozen to become these red icicles. And after a while, after about only seven days of travel, you make your way to Greymore. <laughs>